Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour of the show, we're double-dipping into the world of NFL and college football sports betting. We're going to take a look at a lot of the lines in college and pro football. We'll get to that in a little bit. Ben Mentz, then Ralph Michaels. First, though, WWL congratulates Randy Blaze, who's going to be our guest at the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest. He won tickets valued at $120 for four general admission tickets. Does not include concerts, just a little note. But you can listen to the rest of our show today. And look, we've only got 50 minutes left of our show. And then tomorrow from 5 a.m., through the night, but I forgot actually um, that we don't have a show tomorrow because it's the kickoff of NFL football, and Westwood One is going to carry that. Well, we'll carry Westwood One and Packers Bears right here on WWL. So thanks to Randy. Congratulations, Randy. And we've got one more pack to give away. Listen for Bobby Abear's uh, Louis Armstrong impression this hour, and you can win yourself a pair of tickets. Let's bring on in Ben Mintz to the program now. Host of Mixing It Up with Mints in Shreveport Bozier, pro poker player, sports better, friend of mine, at Ben Mints 531 on Twitter. Ben, what's going on? Oh, man, just can't be more excited. I've been saying last week, last week was like college football week two with LSU Texas, and in Clemson week one of high school, and week one NFL. I mean, this is the beginning of it all. Can't be more excited. Uh, no doubt. Now, we got five months of this awesomeness, uh, four and a half, five months of this awesomeness. Uh, you cover a lot of Cowboys up in your neck of the woods. I talked yeah. all hour one, and I know you and I went back and forth on Twitter a little bit. Uh, I think that, I think Jerry Jones is making a disastrous mistake, not necessarily just with Ezekiel Elliott, but all these contracts he's given out. This for our audience. A nutshell is once they sign Dak Prescott, they're going to have over $100 million tied up in six players. Uh, ben, I know you disagree with me, so I won't even rebut. Just tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, here, here's the thing that's tough about this, and I compared it to with what Jeff Ireland's done scouting with Saints. It's like when you do the scouting right and you draft well and you develop your players well, well, then damn it, you got to eventually pay your players well. And that's what Dallas has done. I mean, ever since Stephen Jones took over the scouting, you know, you look around and uh, all the, the offensive line got rebuilt. I remember famously the year Jerry Jones wanted Johnny Manziel. They took Zach Martin, the guard from Notre Dame, who's now a first-team All-Pro. And now they're having to pay all these guys. And, you know, they just paid Jalen Smith and Zeke Elliott and Demarcus Lawrence and Lyle Collins and, you know, soon to be paying Dak and Amari Cooper. But, Seth, isn't that the goal? Like, aren't you trying to draft and develop your talent? You can keep them around. I get the problem with the salary cap, but at least it, the salary cap continues to improve. Uh, the thing with Dallas, I respect though they're tough with Rod Marinelli on the defense. Uh, he does such, he's one of the best defensive line coaches in football, and the O line's loaded. So I, I think they're built for the long haul. 
I don't know if they're a Super Bowl winner, but I think they're going to be a contender the next five to seven years. Yeah, I guess so. Well, look, we'll find out if this uh, salary cap experiment by Jerry Jones passes or fails. Let's talk some sports betting, man, as we get into these uh, football lines. Uh, let's start in the NFL, Saints and the Texans. Saints, I say only a seven-point favorite. We usually see that much higher in prime time in the Superdome, but they have not been good in their openers, Ben. What do you think of this line? Man, that's exactly what I've been debating, too. I mean, how can you bet against the Saints in that Monday night environment? But on the other hand, we the Saints haven't won an opener since 2013, 0-5 in the last five. Uh, the Texans, Seth, don't you feel like they saw what happened to Andrew Luck and just freaked out and paid a huge ransom salary for Laramie Tunzel? I think they realized, yeah. they're like, oh, my gosh, Watson has this huge injury history, two torn ACLs, among other things. Couldn't even fly on the plane to Jacksonville last year because he had a collapsed lung. Had to ride in a bus. And I think they, they saw what happened with Luck. And I, they might have overpaid the Tunzel, in my opinion. Yeah. What else in the NFL catches your eye here? A lot. Oh, man. Uh, the, the the game I like the most is uh, I've been saying this, and I hate to say this for Saints fans, but I'm a huge Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles roadie. The Niners at the Bucks pick them week one. Maybe not a game that would uh, catch most people's eye, but I'm very excited to see what Tampa Bay looks like with Arians and Bowles. I'm a big Devin White fan. Uh, I like Tampa a lot in that one. But the big matchup, and you're not going to – you'll obviously laugh, but uh, KC at Jacksonville, the not Mahomes playing against Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> and, you know, I think Jalen Ramsey might need an armored car with security after what Tyreek Hill is going to do to him in this game. Uh, yes, and I can't wait to talk to you on Tuesday with our uh, Not Mahomes post-game uh, press conference, man. We'll do that next week. <laughs> yeah, but the KC Jacksonville is fascinating because Jacksonville the last few years, last year really shut down the Patriots at home, beat Indianapolis 6 to nothing with Andrew Luck when they were on a heater. Uh, Jacksonville's defense is no joke. And so you look at Mahomes and the KC weapons against the Jacksonville defense that's tough at home. And then on the other side of it, how old the Honey Badger – and the changes on the KC defense impacted. And then everybody in New Orleans, uh, Leonard Fournette had a horrible year last year. And they're saying he's rededicated to football, going to have a bounce-back year. So I'm excited to find out on Sunday. All right, let's go to college football for about uh, 120 seconds, Ben, a couple of minutes. We'll start with LSU, Texas. Uh, I, I just – I'll just be frank. I don't – I think LSU is better at every position group than Texas except one. That's offensive line. I love LSU straight up. That what six and a half point spread worries me a bit. Yeah, Tom Herman's thirteen and two against the spread as an underdog, and the, this line has been nuts. Opened at four all the way to six and a half. I, I hate to like be neutral like Switzerland, but I'm sitting back and watching this thing. But what I will say on the LSU front is when LSU plays spread teams, and we've seen it when they play the Big Twelve, Louisville, Central Florida, whatever. The LSU defensive backs cause heaps of problems for the receivers in the spread offense because LSU brings athleticism and physicality that they don't see usually in their conference. And so that part of it makes me like LSU. Uh, give me like a Ben Mintz insight in here, like a best bet or something in college football. Oh, uh, col oh man. Uh, I'm okay. Um, college football in a really, really, really weird one. Uh, actually, I'm not going to go that road. I'm going to say NFL Tampa Bay. Okay. I'm going to just say that I'm putting my name on the line because I love Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that good at quarterback. So Ooh. he's only played 10 games in his NFL career. And uh, I think I really, really like Tampa and I'm against Sam Brown. That's, that's, that's the one I put my name on. Okay. Speaking of the NFC West, this is where uh, I've talked to so many people about this over the last week. Are the Rams still the best team in that division or with all these trades and moves? Is it Seattle? 
Oh, it's, I think it's way closer than people think. I, I expect a little aggression from the Rams. Uh, Seattle had such a young defense, but, man, they're continuing to improve. And you got to give John Snyder credit. They get two first-round picks for Frank Clark, and then what they gave up for Clowney was nothing like that. They end up getting an elite pass rusher for another elite pass rusher and a ton of draft capital. That's an organization that knows what they're doing. I mean, I have them both around nine or ten wins. There Super you close. go. And everybody here listening to this show, uh, Saints fans anyway, certainly hope it's not uh, the Rams. <laughs> ben Mintz, also mixing it up with Mintz on 100.7 ESPN and Shreveport. Uh, ben, always appreciate the time. We'll do it again next week. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. All right. Add Ben Mintz 531 on Twitter. Got to take a quick break. When we come back, Ralph Michaels at wagertalk.com joins the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. It's time for pick six. We're going to do it a little bit different this year. We've done this, I don't man, it's been like seven years that we've done this. Probably, well, six years, going back to when we used to do the show on uh, 1350 a.m. in the morning. What we do is each week during the football season on Wednesday, we pick three college and three pro football games against the spread. Typically, that's been three of us here at WWL, our producer, uh, the show host or hosts, and perhaps somebody else. Well, I'm switching it up this year because I want a little more fan uh, interaction with this. I want I want to compete against the audience. So what we're going to do each week, we're going to have a new guest picker for the audience. And Logan and myself will compete against you, yes, on a week-by-week basis, but also uh, throughout the season. So we're going to compile all these. We'll keep track, and, and frankly, we'll find out, um, I guess, who's a better sports better at least this year. And our guest picker tonight is going to be Josh and Metairie. Josh, what's going on? Thanks for taking my call. I'm excited to be the first, the guinea pig. I'm excited. <laughs> there you go. So you know how this works. I'm going to give you a favor. You just tell me which side of the game you're on. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Logan, fire up some music, whatever music uh, you desire here for this. And let's pick six games against the spread. You ready, Logan? I'm ready, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's start in the NFL. First up, Packers-Bears tomorrow night. They'll actually be right here on WWL. We don't have a show. Three-point favorites are the Bears at home. I will go first. I think Aaron Rodgers is out for blood this year. You're giving me three points for Superman. I will take it. I'll take the three. I will take the Packers at plus three. Logan? Uh, I also have the Packers here at plus three. All right. And Josh, our audience picker. I'm going to take the Packers as well. I think they have an improved defense. So. All right, three for three. Uh, Josh, uh, turn down your radio just a little bit. We're getting a little feedback. Uh, next up, Steelers and the Patriots. This one's on Sunday night football. Patriots, five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. And you ask Ralph or anybody in Vegas, that's all you can never make the Patriots big enough favorites at home. I'll tell you this. One of my three rules in NFL sports betting, you never bet against the Seahawks. And then he, at home, and he never been against the Patriots at home against the spread. That's how you make your money. So I will blindly take the Patriots every time I see him at home. I will take the Patriots at minus five and a half. Uh, Logan, you're next. Uh, I'm also going to be taking the Patriots here. Uh, I, I, me and you were talking about a little bit off air. Uh, the the Steelers just aren't what they used to be. No, so they aren't. <laughs> so look, they may, you know, missed the playoffs last year. Patriots at home, give me that every day of the week. All right, you and me both. Uh, Josh, what say you? I don't want to keep on going with y'all. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think uh, Big Ben is an MVP dark horse this year, and I think he's got something to prove. And I think uh, Patriots on our Super Bowl hangover. All right. Opening week. That's usually when we get the Patriots, by the way, is early in the season. A final NFL game in our pick six, Texans and Saints. Monday night football. Saints are seven-point favorites. I really went back and forth on this because of the Saints 
just being dreadful on the opening week in the Sean Payton era, at least this decade. I think they're one and eight in their last nine against the spread on the opening week, but that offense was so good in that one series. I think this team has a chip on their shoulder and they will use the no call as motivation. And well, they're out for blood, proverbially on the opening week. I will take the Saints giving seven points, giving a touchdown to the Texans. I will also take the Saints here. Uh I'm just a hopeless homer. That's all I have. <laughs> You're like Tim. Tim will always take LSU uh, most of the time uh, when we used to do this. Uh, Josh, what about you? I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Uh, I think that that new left tackle, it's going to take a few games for him to figure it out. So. Okay. All right. So let's just recap our NFL picks here. Uh, Packers and Bears. Bears three-point favorites. Logan and I have the Packers. Actually, we all have the Packers in that one. Patriots five-and-a-half-point favorites at home on Sunday Night Football against the Steelers. Logan and I have the Patriots, and Josh has the Steelers. Texans and Saints were all on the Saints at seven-point favorites. To college football we go. Let's start with Texas A&M and Clemson. Clemson, 17-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Yes, they're your defending champs, and they are um, playing a, uh, a Texas A&M team that perhaps is not as good as people thought they were at the beginning of the season. But you know what? No, I'm going to go Texas A&M. I'm going to take the points with Jimbo's squad. Uh, Clemson, Trevor Lawrence not looking great last week. I'll take Texas A&M, getting uh, almost three touchdowns. Logan? Uh, a little behind the scenes here. I I looked at this, and I picked. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't have really the – uh, advantage of fading you here. Okay, I've already made my picks. True. They're already set in stone for me. Again, we match up with Texas A and M. I just don't uh, that's see, fine. I, I don't see the points being made on Clemson's part here, especially not like right now. So Logan and I in lockstep so far. Josh, what say you? I'm going to go with Clemson. I think this is their second hardest game of the entire season, other than South Carolina. And I think they're going to make a statement. I think they're going to beat them by three or four touchdowns. Yeah, you know what? You're probably the smartest of us three, considering, yeah, they're probably going to be way up for this game. Uh, next up, Tulane. They get a very big non-conference game against Auburn, but they are 17-point underdogs, the Auburn Tigers, 17-point favorites. I'm going to take Auburn. I just think Tulane's overmatched in this one. Uh, frankly, you, you, this line would have needed to get to about 24-25 before I'm willing to take Tulane, put money on Tulane. I'll take Auburn. Logan? Uh, I will also take Auburn here. Uh, sadly, just it's it's all having to do with the uh, the seventeen right there. It's just a scary number to me, and I don't I don't want to touch it. All right, Josh. I'm gonna go Auburn as well, fellas. Okay, Auburn as well. Let's see if uh, I don't know if Logan and I we maybe well, this happens once in a while. Perhaps I don't know. Are we six for six together with each other? LSU Texas. I'm gonna go Texas. I'm gonna take LSU in this game. This line got too high. If it was if it was back at like two and a half, I'm on LSU. Getting almost a touchdown in Austin again, I think LSU's the better team. But as you heard Ben Mintz tell us, Tom Herman is 13-2 and two against the spread as an underdog. So I will take Texas ATS as six and a half point underdogs. I've got LSU. I, I just can't – I don't want to – say that they're going to oh, you don't want to like jinx points. them yeah i don't i don't want to <laughs> jinx them any kind of way they, okay. they they're gonna need this help against texas <laughs> okay i like it uh josh final pick i'm gonna go with texas i think this is the biggest atmosphere they have seen in about two decades and i think that the atmosphere is going to keep them in the game longer than expected all right so to recap our college football picks texas a&m 17 and a half point underdogs against clemson 
Texas A&M for Logan and I, Clemson for Josh, Tulane to Auburn, and they are 17-point underdogs to the Tigers. All of us are taking Auburn against the spread there. And then LSU, six-and-a-half-point favorites as of this evening on the road in Austin against Texas. Josh and I take Texas. Logan has LSU. Josh, uh, nice job here as our first-ever guest picker. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, fellas. Who dat and let's go, baby. All right, there you go. You can uh, tune in next Tuesday, and we'll kind of recap this pick six next Wednesday. We'll do it all again. Thanks to Josh. Every Wednesday, you'll have a chance to be our guest picker this time each hour. Now, remember, the Houdat Nation Music Fest, a uh, Music Fest, the Houdat Nation uh, Festival is going to happen this uh, this weekend, Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday out at LaSalle Park in Metairie. Saturday at 6.30, it's the big show, is Bobby Aber is going to be out there introducing Choppa at 6.30, and then they're going to stick around together and lead the Houdat Nation rally in a big Houdat Nation chant. They're going to try to set the record for the loudest Houdat chant in history. You can join Bobby, Christian, TWWL for the Houdat Nation rally at the Houdat Nation rally and music fest on Saturday at LaSalle Park in Metairie. We want you to be there, so we're giving away tickets um, really uh, today and tomorrow on all of our shows. Actually, tomorrow you can listen from 5 a.m. all the way until 7 p.m., which is when our uh, we're going to go to network coverage of that Packers-Bears game. That's your cue to call. All right, Houdat Nation. That's Bear doing his best Louis Armstrong impression. If you want to be in that number at the Houdat Nation a rally, a music fest, well, now's your chance to call and win yourself a four-pack of tickets. General admission tickets do not include admission to the concerts, but four-pack of tickets valued at 120 bucks. You need to call 260-WINS. Not our usual number. You need to call our contest line. It's 260-WINS. That's 260-9467. Caller number eight wins right now. Welcome back to the show. WWL congratulates Annette Bellender. Annette Bellender will be our guest at the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Festival. Tickets valued at $120 for four general admission tickets. It does not include the concerts. Listen tomorrow from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m., starting with Dave Cohn through Sports Talk with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick for more chances to win. Who dat from all of us right here at WWL. And with that, I think it's time to play a little Sports Libs. Uh, with Logan Falgu emceeing this segment. We do this every single night towards the end of the show. It is like Mad Lib sports style, fill in the blanks, text line. You can find me on Twitter at Seth Dunlap. Tell me how you'd fill these in. All right, Logan, let's do this. All right, first up here we have, I expect to see blank in that Texas LSU game. Lots of offense. Even though LSU's defense is good, I still think Texas can put up some points at home against this LSU offense. I just want to read a text from the 904. You pick against LSU, you should leave the state. I didn't pick against LSU. I picked against them against the spread. you got to understand the difference there. I actually took LSU straight up to beat Texas. I said that earlier tonight. Um, Yeah, so I don't know what that is. By the way, 904, you don't even have a phone number... Uh, from this state so i don't know what you're talking about next up next up here we have blank is going to stand out on the saints team against the texans how about the rabid crowd noise that i expect i think the superdome is going to be as good as it ever has been for a regular season game i mean that the the entire fan base coming off the no call has been collectively waiting eight months eight plus months to 
get back in the Superdome and just scream their lungs out. A lot of it probably going to be at the officials. But, yeah, it's going to be loud. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I know Steve Geller has this new little decibel meter, I believe, that he's going to kind of be keeping track of the crowd noise in there. I think it's going to be pretty cool. So we'll kind of find out in real time from Geller on the sidelines on the Saints Radio Network during our broadcast exactly how loud it is field level at the Dome. All right, next up here we have too much focus is on blank right now in football. The Cowboys. I really mean that. And the Cowboys get an excessive amount of coverage anyways. But to let the way that Jerry Jones is handling his salary cap situation kind of control the, I don't know, the sports cultural zeitgeist of ours and how we view contract negotiations in the NFL is a little bit silly. Considering Jerry has proven the last couple of decades he doesn't quite know exactly what he's doing, and I think he fumbled this one also. Blank will be the one to step up against Texas on LSU's team. It's a good question. I don't think it's going to be Caleb on chase on. He's talking a lot of smack. They're probably going to rotate some protection his way. <laughs> I would anyways if I'm LSU. How about John Emery? Not a great opener for his first LSU game against Georgia Southern. I think John Emery's going to bring, and I expect big things from John Emery in the uh, probably limited amount of touches that he's going to get. All right, and last up here we have, I'm most excited to see Blank perform on the Saints team. Good question again. Let's see. Marcus Davenport. I know that's kind of my default answer, but I really am. I want to know if his lack of consistent production and pass rush will be a problem and continue to be a problem once the regular season starts or if this just was the normal preseason mirage, way too much focus on it because we try to focus on all of the minor little details when it doesn't mean a lot. So yeah, I'll be keeping an eye on Marcus Davenport. By the way, Trey Hendrickson going to see a lot of time on the field. I expect to see him, Cam Jordan, and Davenport out there in past situations quite a bit. All right, and that's it. That's it. One more chance for you to sound off. Give me a call. You want to talk Saints? You want to talk LSU? I guess that's it for our show. So that just means that no two-minute drill this week, which means I'm going to be the reigning champion for another week. We'll do it next week. Again, tomorrow during our time slot, it's the Packers and Bears on Westwood One Radio right here on WWL. It is the kickoff of the NFL season. We'll take a final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll when we come back also. How many games will the Saints win this season? Still a chance for you to cast your vote at WWL.com or the Radio.com app. Uh, one more congratulations to Annette Bellander and also Randy Blaise earlier tonight. Both of those uh, folks winning tickets to the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Festival. Check out WhodatNationEvents.com. That's WhodatNationEvents.com for more information. Final call of the night will be Gregory and Metairie. Gregory, what's going on, man? Hey, Seth. It's good to see you again. I mean, hear you again. I don't get to call in that often <laughs> anymore, but uh, sure. I, do, I do listen to you. I'm so glad you got your own show and everything. Listen, LSU loses by 14, Tulane wins Ooh. by 7, and the Saints will win by at least 14 points. Wow, that, that is a heck of a... loses, <laughs> Tulane wins, Saints win. Okay. okay, that is a heck of a prediction on LSU. You say they lose by double digits, huh? Uh, I think they're going to get creamed. I, I just think I just think this is all a bunch of crap. Tulane is the best team they've got. Uh, I'm just sorry, man. I think Tulane's for real. Coach Fritz is for real. They're going to go into Auburn ready to win. And uh, uh, unlike anything I've seen in my 57 years, and I'm a, I'm 
I'm, I am I am green and blue, dude. Green <laughs> and blue. There you go. I think it's going to be a great time for Tulane fans to, to watch the Greenway play. Really one of their biggest non-conference games in, I don't know, this millennium. Let's just be honest about that. I don't know how much of a shot they have against Auburn, but you heard Ralph Michaels earlier this hour say he'd be on Tulane's side of that 17-point spread, even though I wasn't. Be watching it very closely, Gregory. Hey, look, call any time. Glad you're still listening, uh, Gregory. Appreciate it. Uh, I lied. Look, you're not the last call because our buddy Brian in Mid City has got a quick comment. I think on Jerry Jones. Brian, what's up? Yeah, pretty much a Jerry Jones. Uh, poor Dallas fans are having to suffer a uh, narcissistic, um, pretty much a narcissistic individual with a culted personality who surrounds himself with yes men and knows too much for his own good about football and is not willing to listen to anybody. <laughs> that does sound like Jerry Jones, right? That's a pretty good encapsulation. Oh, yeah. But uh, speak, you mentioned you're the reigning champion this week. Um, I am on two-minute drill. This is right. Uh, yeah. And look, yeah. I just uh, – um, so that's going to continue for another week, Brian, and I get to um, – look, I'm going to wear my crown out of the studio right now. Yep. Yeah. And that also means I'm the reigning champion of the uh, double coverage. Uh, I mean, last lap uh, right. fantasy football league. Are you the two-time reigning year. champion? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm the New England Patriots of our league. <laughs> and you look, you'll continue to be that, Brian, because uh, maybe for eternity, but at least this year, because we kind of at least are on hiatus for our last lap fantasy football league this year. But you are right. Brian, always appreciate you calling. Thanks so much. A couple of texts coming in. At 870-870 from the 985. This one from Joey in Pearl River. Uh, Seth, you don't think Auburn may still be feeling accomplished following their nine-second victory? I'm leaning Tulane plus 17. Look, you and a lot of people. Perhaps. That's exactly what Ralph Michaels said just a little bit ago. So tomorrow night, again in our time slot, it'll be Bears and Packers as we kick off the NFL season. Coverage courtesy of Westwood One through that game here on WWL. And then on Saturday, uh, Friday, well, let me tell you what's Friday first, instead of just jumping through Friday. Friday, we'll be back for the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup from 7 to 10.30. It's our first high school football show of the year. Alan Waddell and Tommy Bosch and Lou Valden will be live out at Shaw as they open up a new stadium there. First time we'll have a Catholic League game at one of the traditional Catholic League schools at their home site on their campus. That's going to be special our crew will be found out across the state, and I'll be hosting the show here from the studio again, 7 to 10.30. I cannot wait for that one. Saturday, our coverage of LSU Texas begins with the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show at 1 o'clock with Christian Garrick and Herb Tyler. And obviously that day, don't forget about the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest. That's going to be incredibly fun for everybody all day on Saturday. Final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. How many games do you think the Saints are going to win? And uh, 39% saying 12 games the Saints win this year. 14% say 13%. uh, 13 games. There's a lot of choices on here. 14% say 13 wins. And then the rest spread out between uh, the rest of our choices there. Thanks to everybody who voted in our poll at WWL.com or the Radio.com app. That's going to do it for our shows. Actually, going to do it for our shows this week. If you missed any of our shows, any of our interviews tonight, including a great hour one, you can get it on the podcast, www.com, radio.com app, or Apple Podcast. Thanks to Logan Falgu, our studio producer. Thanks to Tim Zimmer for booking the show. Diane Newman, our program director. Todd Manessis, our assistant program director. Helen Santani for helping out during the day. And our guests, Ben Mintz, Ralph Michaels, and from Atlanta, uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter. 
We're going to hand it off to Beyond Reality Radio. I'm Seth Dunlap. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. Our moment is in, as always, to leave the show. Wow, one trash-talking LSU defensive lineman. My goodness, Caleb on Jason saying Texas has no chance to upset the Tigers at home. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.